Hello, my peaches. Today we are back with the one and only fresh new K-pop tea. I'm sure many of you have heard of different kinds of music genres, such as like pop, EDM, um, so on and so forth. They also have like jazz, classical, all that kinds of different genres of music. But lately we all, unless you've been sort of living under a rock or you just haven't heard of it yet, um, K-pop has been one of the most rising music genres lately because the fandoms are huge, people are spreading everywhere, especially when um, these days they have a lot of tours going around all over the world just to play their music and get more people to fall in love with it. If you're new to all this, you may find it a bit difficult to catch on, especially since they constantly post on all different social media sites like Instagram, Twitter, and especially YouTube with their new comebacks. And then you'll be that one fan that's really lost and you don't know who to catch up and who to follow on with. And you just... In K-pop, there are so many bands that you have your own very pick of favorite artists, or you just like a certain kind of music that they produce. So today I'll be doing the basic introduction of K-pop, dating back all the way back in past those few years where K-pop really has been pushing its way up using their soft strategies <laughs> and really, really flooding into the music market. So first to start off, K-pop is Korean pop and it originates from South Korea and although modern K-pop starts in the early 90s, the term popularized in the 2000s. The music is generally experimental and it uses a mix of R&B, reggae, hip-hop, rock, jazz, electronic, country, classical, on top of traditional South Korean music roots. This sort of helped to reshape and modernize South Korean's contemporary music, which was probably quite popular back then. Have you ever heard of BTS? BTS, also known as Bangtan Boys, are now one of the most known K-pop artists around the world, even comparing to their seniors, for example. BTS made a mark in history by being the first and only Korean act to be on the Billboard Awards. Um, it was really a big shock to everyone because even when they big big stars such as um, Justin Bieber, even Camila Cabello at the time, it was a big thing because her song Havana was all over the place. But somehow BTS had won the people over. That brings us down to the point. Why is K-pop so attractive? Number one, their MVs. K-pop is made to be wholesome. It's supposed to be filled with many a few people in a group usually, or a solo artist, for example. And they have amazing uh, music, um, amazing MVs, which are music videos. And these music videos are usually aesthetic or simple, 
something that people are able to take in and the music sort of has a catchy tune which gets stuck in your head. And for some people, although they may not take well to the idea at first, they do admit that later on they become K-pop fans themselves because the song is stuck in their head and they just can't forget it. Bring it back in time. Back then, when it was just the seniors in the K-pop industry, um, pushing up the, pushing up K-pop as a label, um, you've heard of bands, groups, solo artists such as Super Junior, TVXQ, HOT, uh, Ghost Generation, BOA. All these names may sound familiar to some, but unheard of to a lot of the others who have never heard or touched a K-pop thing in their life. And suddenly, boom! Everything becomes K-pop related. One day, after all that hard work of trying to get people to enjoy Korean culture as a whole, and then suddenly K-pop makes its biggest breakup yet, and everyone starts to follow. Slowly by slowly, the fans are starting to introduce other people into becoming new fans of their favorite groups and singers. And then everything starts to blow up really, really big. And that's when some of the people who have not heard of it yet will start to hear it from everywhere. Even if you're like the little hermit down the street and nobody knows about you, where you live, whatever, you probably hear it. Personally, I am also a K-pop fan, what they call a multi-fandom. Because I enjoy different groups' music according to my tastes in the music itself, and I don't just follow a certain band or group um, like very, very intently. Some people are um, stands of only one group, which is like, for example, if you only follow one group, you only follow their social media accounts and everything they're doing like really, really closely, and that's what you call a hardcore stand but they are really, really loyal to the groups that they follow. It isn't necessarily a bad thing, but beware, these kind of people can sometimes also not feel so good when you say something about your favorite group that offends them in a certain way, like, I don't like their music, for example. So try to be a little bit more... Um, understanding to these people around you. So, in this segment, we'll be learning about K-pop's entertainments. Unlike other singers that come from other countries, K-pop and its big artists are usually managed by some sort of entertainment in South Korea. The top three of two zero or four of two zero one nine are JYP, SM. Jellyfish, I couldn't really remember that, but, um, and Big Hit because of BTS that's now rising. Um, they usually have one or two very, very popular artists under their company name. And these entertainments help to sort out the artist's schedule, the editing, the shooting of their MVs, and everything compiled into one. And they also put them on shows and 
whatever you see out there. These people working at the entertainment, even the boss working there, pulls everything together and makes that K-pop group, that K-pop group that you look up to. And of course, every entertainment has their own K-pop history, but I'll leave that to you to find out. You can just simply search it up, um, like SM Entertainment, JYP Entertainment, and it'll all pop up right up in your face, and you'll definitely be able to find some information on this entertainment specifically. So one more thing before we wrap up. The most important part of today that I think I would talk about is the struggle of K-pop idols' lives. As many K-pop fans know that their K-pop idols go through a tough training time in which they train under the entertainment or possibly go um, for survival shows in order to debut together as a group or as a solo artist. And during that period, it's tough. They have to try their best. They have to practice um, every day just to be able to catch up with everyone else. It's really a tough competition and everybody will be looking out for the best trainee under the entertainment to debut next. And because it's the dreams of these idols, they really do try their very best, which I really have to give to them because not everybody has that kind of persevering spirit and determination to be to chase that dream of theirs. Um, being a K-pop idol is difficult, especially when you have to keep up with your busy schedules. It's packed with lots of activities, shows, concerts, world tours, like I said before, and even they have to deal with the normal day stuff that some people do face, but in extreme cases, such as um, lack of food, lack of sleep, due to jet lag, and yeah, even lack of self-esteem when it comes to people that bombard them with questions and things that um, hurt them or dig into their past and find a flaw and try to blow it up. If you thought that was the end, that really was not. The other struggles that they have to face is also um, scandals, articles being written about them and their group members. Um, Previously, there are many idols who have tried to take their own lives, and some have succeeded in a way, um, because they were not feeling good and fit about their lives. I really hope that the society can be a bit nicer to them, as they should sort of understand that they're still normal humans and they're not perfect humans, and even though they're trying their best, sometimes they do break down and have their moments where everything just comes out and we should be understanding to their situations and try our best to support them in every way that we can. Even if you're not a big fan, you can always just choose to ignore that flaw and let the entertainment or whatever um, do their job by clearing up all of this. Even though it's very heart-wrenching to see these kind of things happen to you and me just like all of us humans around here, um, do understand if you're a new fan and new person to all of this K-pop things, that it's very, very common. It 
it's like a passing shower. It happens, and then after later, after a while, people sort of forget about it. In every day, new articles are being written and all that. But if you are especially new, please be nice and understanding to these people. And that wraps up my quick explanation of K-pop. I hope that you have gotten slightly more interested in K-pop, or if you just listen to this in general, that you do check out、um, K-pop music. And So sorry if my voice got a bit wonky at the end, or I got a bit angsty because of all the talk about idols and their hard lives. Thank you all for listening to Peach Tea, and tune in for more.